Hey guys, welcome back to Streamforge Radio. I'm Meredith, your co-host, and we have on with us as always Xavier, one of the founders of Streamforge. Hey guys. Who's our lovely host. And today's guest, we have Matt Oblivium, who is joining us for a special New Year's episode. So welcome, Matt. Hey, y'all. Hey. Yeah. Welcome, man. And so uh, before we get started, could you introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, yeah, well, I'm Matt Oblivium. I play in all sorts of variety, but honestly, often get stuck on like a single game, like, oh, this card game I'm like super into, or oh, this auto battler. And then, okay, we're gonna, done again. Let's go buy all of the indie games again and just see what's there. And just awesome. have a good time all around. So we're going to be talking about, like, we've uh, almost done with the year 2021. It was uh, still a pretty crazy year. I would say not as crazy as 2020. Um, on a personal level, how was 2021 for you? Um, to be honest, I go outside so little that 2020 and 2021 <laughs> were like practically normal to me. However, like the internet was obviously crazy, yeah. though I did have like this year was definitely worse for me than uh, last year because at one point my back was just like, I'm just going to stop existing. Uh, I like I could only lie down for a month. So that was uh, not mm. great. Yeah. Still recovering from that. But otherwise... It's all been normal. Now, let's look back at some of the games that have been released this year that maybe helped us enjoy the year even more. <laughs> uh, I, I know for, for on a personal level, again, like I've had some great experiences. I made a little list here. I made sure to pick games that I that released this year because I have a backlog that just, you know, endless backlog of games that I need to play that released, you know, <laughs> 30 years from now, or maybe two years or three years, it doesn't matter, but I played uh, quite a few games that released this year and uh, made a list, and I think you made one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made sure it was all games from this year, because otherwise it's it's a little cheating, yeah. because I, I actually, like, I noticed, like, wait, most of my games were from last year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes fast, and, and now nowadays, like, games, they release uh, early access versions, right? And mm -hmm. so, like, the early access version releases, now a year goes, and then it officially launches. I, I know yeah. a lot of our clients mm -hmm. and a lot of publishers we work with, like, they do that. So, like, it can be confusing sometimes to remember when a game was actually first launched. And with this generation as well of consoles, it's the same thing. I was looking at a list because I wanted to, like, have a refresher to remember which games were actually released this year. And I saw mm -hmm. a lot of games like, oh, releasing the, in 2021, but for PS5 and Xbox X, Series X and S, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, but it was released the year before or two years before on the previous generation. So can be very confusing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had that same problem. <laughs> uh, do you want to start with your with your list? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. It's, cool. uh, we, uh, we, I made a little top five. And uh, let's start at five then. I put Darkest Dungeon 2 mm. uh, as my five. Okay. Because, like, sure, it's early access, so it technically doesn't count, but it also did only release, like, what, a few, like, a month and a half ago or so. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Like, I, I started my stream on Darkest Dungeon. Like, that's where I got my partnership and everything. So. Darkest Dungeon is kind of uh, like something I, I do. I did really look forward to. However, I only put it on number five because they kind of do have 
a little bit of a way to go, but I can't I can't believe how good they translated the art from the the two D Darkest Dungeon to the th to, and then make it that three D and the animations are so good. I can't believe yeah. what how they how, what magic they used. No, in Darkest Dungeon, very dark magic probably, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, the reception of Darkest Dungeon two was. Yeah, like Not... the the actual gameplay is a little awkward. Like mm -hmm. in Darkest Dungeon One, you would have a team, you send them in a dungeon. Okay, you're done with yep. the dungeon. You have a new team. So the like, even though the dungeons themselves could last a little while, you would more often change up the way you were playing. But in Darkest Dungeon Two, it's just you pick your team and you go through the entire chapter, like an entire run of Slade Aspire with the same four characters. With well. Probably the same abilities you chose at the very beginning of the round uh, run because that's how you build your team, and yep. that does get a lot more stale. And they, 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 that is definitely something that needs to be worked on. Also, the new relationship system, like instead of virtues and such, it's a cool idea, but they've had two patches. No, well, no, there there are three versions now. The first one, they just never stopped yelling at each other. The second one, they toned them down. Third one, they started yelling again, and you just kept taking random damage or even if you were positive with between two they'd be so positive that they didn't want you helping other people like only help me like ah it does get a pretty frustrating but I, I i can't really wait to see what they are going to do further than it because i i have faith in them to make that just a crazy game i mean i i haven't played darkest dungeon 2 um i only saw that they posted uh, a message to their community online on Twitter talking about the development and the state of the game and so on and so forth. Um, I got some feedback from um, from other creators about their experience with the game. It's just, I think a lot of people didn't expect the game to be so different, I think, than the, mm. the first one. Um, but I think that's, that's good as a team, as a developer, to want to push the boundaries and like not necessarily repeat um the same formula that you know yeah was successful for the first one but um i don't know maybe maybe they had other plans and you know they, they did obviously and so um i think that is very tricky when you have such a big fan base like you're not like darkest dungeon is a big game for a lot of creators and a lot yeah. of gamers uh it was mm -hmm. a very popular indie indie game and so the i think the fan base is you know just like anything really like they have a lot of expectations for the sequel. And so I'm not sure there's like, they, it, it was a very difficult situation they were in. Like uh, if they would have done the same thing or similar than uh, more, release of more similar games in the first, the game than the first one, maybe they would have been uh, some people not happy about that. You know, saying like, yeah. it's the same thing as the previous ones. Like yeah. it's, it's a very difficult position to be in, I'd say. Like and yeah. I heard them say in an interview once that they actually wanted to make it so different because they actually liked the developer anxiety from whether or not they were doing it right or wrong. Especially mm. in Darkest Dungeon 1, they added uh, the new mechanic corpses. So the, like Every time you kill enemies, they would leave a, a body in their position still. And the community hated it. Personally, I was like, oh, hey, I can see the tactical options here. But they, apparently they really liked that feeling of... Potentially doing something that everybody hates, but ends up being fine. And that's something to be said for that. 
sure <laughs> sure um all right cool so that it's kind of still interesting that it's like i guess the game that made you on twitch let's maybe say it like that and mm -hmm. that it's still for this year number five i i'm, I'm just gonna yeah. say it, it says a lot but <laughs> let's go to number four what is it true i realized that i had not actually played that many games from this year so I ended up just putting that one down that I did actually have quite a bit of fun with, but it's probably not really considered by a lot of other people to be like one of the best games of the year. Back for Blood. Yeah. Okay. Like it is a fun with friends, just fun, fun little wannabe Left 4 Dead. Yeah. They, but there's like a lot of like weird stuff, and I the one thing I, that irks me the most about it is is that they kind of like lack iconic sounds and music. But the gameplay itself is really solid, and just you're just having a good time while playing it. So I can't mm -hmm. say that I, you know, don't like it. Did you play it on stream? I did play a little on stream, but not a lot because then I was bedridden for a month. <laughs> true, true. And did you play with uh, fellow streamers or friends? Or... Uh, yeah, I was uh, playing some with uh, Cat on Mars and Honk, and we were just going through. Who at the time it was still the the beta. We were just having a really good time, just running around and yelling at each other, like running in front of each other, and like, why? <laughs> yeah. Left for Dead was a great experience. Uh, I remember mm -hmm. playing Left for Dead Two quite a bit, way back now. Um, it's a it's it's a winning formula. I, I mean, yeah. I think that you know, but to me, like the problem with game like, like games like this is that you need to have friends, and I have no friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> you need no, to have but, friends interested in playing. Well, you know, um, it's I'm joking, but it's true. You need to have yeah. exactly friends interested to like that uh, in playing the game. Available at the time you're available. Like I'm 36 years old. Yeah, uh, exactly. One, first of all, my friends don't play games. Most of them. Second of all, at night we're wrecked. Where we spend time with our families and whatnot. Like it, it's very difficult when you cannot experience a game like solo. Or at least mm -hmm. when the experience is not really, really not made for you to play it solo. Yeah. Uh, you just kind of like just are dependent on other people basically to have fun mm -hmm. playing a game, which to me kind of sucks a little bit, you know, yeah, in like my the, situation. The, the bots in Left 4 Dead 2 were still slightly competent, but in Back for Blood, people are actually abusing them because if you run out of uh, ammo, a bot will literally just give you ammo even if they technically weren't supposed to have it because they are just okay. helping the player but then they basically don't even shoot at any zombie either mm. so it's like oh you can do everything yourself and you'll have the ammo forever but <laughs> it's not the same experience you know <laughs> no yeah, definitely not yeah so like I i'm gonna be down for like say a solo like a single player game that has like co-op for example like that's mm -hmm. that's really something that i'm i might be interested in and and um it takes two is a game that I can like. Oh yeah, that's actually yeah, a game yeah. that you you need to be playing with someone else. But it's just like co-op experiences can be fun. Uh, it's a terrible example because again, it's really it, it takes two. It's like a game you need to be two to play. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. It, literally, it's in the name. <laughs> a two is a lot less than four. Let's, let, okay, let's let's He's cut not this. Let's numbers. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> um. So no, but anyways, so I, I think that uh, that's the only thing that that for me like that's why I didn't play Back for Blood. Um, I I asked around. I asked around, and like, mm -hmm. are you guys like interested? In, and it just it, it didn't 
didn't happen um yeah. but i would i would be glad to play with you uh <laughs> but like uh, it's a game like it would bring back memories from playing left for dead and i i had a lot of uh, fun playing that back in the day mm. so good pick i would say who cares what people say if you enjoyed it that's what matters. exactly exactly it's your list. it was it was just a good time yeah absolutely number three number three i have a game called curse of the dead gods of course so one of our clients game mm-hmm. non-sponsored Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Curse, Curse of the Dead Gods is actually, like, I had a hard time choosing to put this on three or two for myself because, like, it's an ARPG roguelike, but yep. it's uh, Hades plays at the speed of, like, a, a bullet hell, yep. whereas Curse of the Dead Gods plays at the speed of a Dark Souls. And especially mm-hmm. this year, there, there was no Dark Souls, like, something. And this game really scratched that itch for me. Just deliberate... Proper dodging, like slow attacks, and just make sure you actually get your hits in. And then, oh, you just get loot everywhere. And who doesn't like looting? Yeah, no, that's a great <laughs> game. Absolutely, that's a good pick. Um, and you played that on stream. Oh uh, yeah, 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 lots, yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, that's cool. Good pick. I like it. Now mm. I have your list in front of me, and I'm looking at number two. Yeah, and I've played that game. Um, talk to me. <laughs> so <laughs> humankind yeah so humankind is just your your it's basically a civilization like your 4, 4x game but then really like civilization by the same devs of like endless space as an endless legend and i also really like those games yeah and civilization 6 didn't really sit well with me and okay. to, then i played humankind and it was like Okay, it's like it's not Civilization Five, but it's definitely not Civilization Six. Like you miss a little bit of the personality between the other players, but the actual base game itself, like it has a lot of fun systems in it. I I really enjoyed just building my 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 empires. Normally, when I play those types of games. Like this, the the start is very interesting because then you're like still worrying about whether or not you're even going going to survive. And then by the time I get to the point where oh I've won, I usually just start a new game because I've already won, but I have to play for another like hundred turns. Like oh, but yeah. uh, but in humankind, I don't know. I I enjoyed seeing the numbers go up more. <laughs> I just actually finished like practically every game I started with it. It just it just really clicked for me. Yeah, I'd say the pace is a bit different. Um, I think. Um, yeah, it's a, it, the the beginning is a little slower, and like the end is practically non-existent. I've used like I, I've I finished like five games or something. That doesn't sound like a lot, but then you imagine every game taking like a good chunk of hours. Yeah, and I've used tanks like once because. By the time you snowballed to that position, you uh, you 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 are so far ahead of the AI that does make it a little awkward. No, yeah. but that's kind of like just how forex games go. <laughs> uh, that's a good pick, I'd say. I, for me, it didn't. I played it. Um, I bought it. I Meredith can like knows that I was really excited about the game uh, before mm-hmm. it actually launched. When I when I um, yeah, I pre-ordered it on on Steam and whatnot. Um, but I think it's really well made, but mm. I personally did not have the patience to learn the mechanics of the game. Yeah, that's fair. Um, there is a lot of things. It's because I'm so you. I'm a big Civ, Civ mm. gamer. Like I've played Civ since Civ Two, I think. Oh. Um, and I've 
I mean, it's thousands and thousands of hours. Uh, yeah. It hurts to say, but it is true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so I'm a big Civ guy, even Civ 6. Like, I'm, I, I, I like Civ 6. I like the formula. I like the Civ formula. And so, yeah, um, yeah it's, it fucked with my brain a bit. To be honest, like yeah, I was in humankind, and I was like, "Am I playing Civ? Am I not playing Civ? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not playing Civ now." I know I had these kind of like me- mechanisms that I built up over the years, mm-hmm. and I just I had a hard time. Like to be fair, though, I haven't spent enough time with the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it it feels good. It looks amazing. It looks really good. I would mm-hmm. say um, overall experience is amazing. It's really not. I would I wouldn't fault the game for how I feel about it, you know, no. um, I, w- I would just fault the thousands of hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you're there. so entrenched in your previous games that you're yeah. not entirely sure how to handle this one. But no, I was, like, personally, yeah. like, already really invested in their previous games. So for me, it wasn't that big of a of a deal. Leap, yeah. And and so, and, and I, don't, I don't stream anymore. So if I did, I would have spent more time with it. For sure, you know, I would yeah, have been, you know, interacting with chat and like learning the mechanics and whatnot, get used to it. I don't have enough time to, to game really. And I was, uh, we we're talking last week uh, with FG Squared about uh, city builders, and it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, I don't have two hundred mm-hmm. hours to learn the thing anymore, like to build this like a city. Instead, I could play, you know, shorter games or you know, and mm-hmm. and, and that's typically the the decision I'm going to make with my life right now. You know, yeah. Um, but if you only have pick. an hour or two to play, then yeah, it right, gets right. really hard to get into a game like this. I, I totally like that makes all of the sense. Yeah, absolutely. But it's a, it's a great pick. Uh, number two, it's a, like that's. I'm I'm glad you're putting that up number two for a four X game, which is not like the most popular <laughs> genre out there. Yeah, um, good execution from uh, from the guys behind Humankind. Great pick. Number one, mm-hmm. what is it? Number one is a game that launched in early access that is currently the game that uh, it's all I stream, basically. It's called Storybook Brawl. Now, that sounds kind of lame. Like, who cares about storybooks? <laughs> but no. So if you are aware of Hearthstone Battlegrounds, the auto chess sure. game based on Hearthstone, these guys are basically like, wait, we can make that better. And they did. And it's just, it just I just can't stop playing it. It's just mm-hmm. better. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Good. And, mm-hmm. and is there like, how is it better? So I, I'm not familiar with the game. I'll no, no, no. Exactly. Honest. Exactly. Yeah. In normal auto chess games, you 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 collect three of a character and then they combine and they get stronger and then like uh, with with. Uh, other auto chess games, you just try to get nine of them in total. In Hearthstone Battlegrounds, if you combine three of them, you also get as a reward one of a tier higher creature, so you have a stronger creature. In this game, it did something interesting. Instead of giving you just slightly more power or an extra creature as a reward for actually getting that, they gave you an entire side artifact that you can build your... Uh, your entire board around because they get they they give you all sorts of special abilities like the 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 ability to be allowed to cast multiple spells per turn and then there's also wait there's spells instead of only creatures yes you're allowed to like there's all sorts of spells that do all sorts of things like make this creature slightly stronger shoot a random enemy for for x amount of damage there's just there are so many different things you can really like just 
bite your teeth in or whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to say that. It's just really interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you have so much time between rounds because, well, it's an auto battler. Yeah. That you can also just have a really fun, chill chat with chat. Yeah, I was going to say, would maybe the best way to learn about the game would be to watch your stream. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that, that's when it comes down to card games or mm. the strategy games in general. Like, you can launch a shooter, and the only thing you can really learn from watching somebody else shoot things is specific, like, parts on the map where you maybe can yeah. throw a grenade or something. But mm-hmm. when it's something is more strategical, you can really, like, see, like, oh, mm-hmm. now I get it. Yeah, we had a similar discussion with Jorbs in our first ever episode on the on the podcast, mm-hmm. actually, where it's like, you know, you go at your own pace. He was saying how um, strategy games treat everybody the same. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you can recreate what you what someone's teaching you in a way. Exactly. Uh, where you know, an FPS game, you you better you better practice. You know, yeah. to hit those headshots. You know, over time, it's not something like, like you can be impressed. You know, by someone doing it on stream. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Very impressive stuff, right? But um, to do it yourself, you need a lot of practice. Same with games like Rocket League, which have been having a oh. lot of fun to pl- play, playing recently, to uh, personal personally. But um, a lot of practice to yeah. get to get good. Um, and so, cool. That's that's it. So number one, Storybook Brawl. Two, Humankind. Two, Curse of the Dead Gods. Four, uh, Back for Blood. Five Darkest Dungeon Two. Now I know yeah. you have an uh, honorable mentions list. We'll mm-hmm. do that in a second. I'll go sure. through my list. <laughs> oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. But I have it's a shorter list because, like oh. I said, you know what? The game that I spent the most time playing, actually, well, one of the games that I spent the most time playing this year is The Last of Us Two. All right, don't oh. don't hate on me. <laughs> it took me so long. Like I had started it uh, on the PS4. Mm-hmm. And um, for XYZ reason, I really enjoyed the series. It's one of my favorite series ever. Uh, for XYZ reason, I n- never finished it on the PS4. And then when I got a PS5, I was like, what am I playing? Obviously, not a lot of games on mm-hmm. the PS5 yet. So I was just like, I got to finish The Last of Us 2. So that's what I played a lot this year. Um, I got back in. Actually, I started from the beginning because uh, it, it had been so long, right? I wanted to like uh start start again from the from the beginning but um yeah so mm-hmm. uh that's one of the re- reasons why uh yeah, yeah, yeah. i only have three games on my list uh right now and the first one uh in no particular order right okay. no particular order because you know they're they're all great yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah. for me yakuza like a dragon that uh, i was i was gonna put that on my list as well and then i really? saw like for playstation like it was on consoles this year but last year it was for uh, pc already yeah. and that's when i played some of it yeah um i i picked yakuza like a dragon because uh yakuza series for me absolutely in love with i'm actually playing uh lust judgment right now mm. um i didn't uh, by the way the list could have been longer if i put games that i did not finish i only put games that i finished ah. you know 
that's so that was important to me if i did yeah, not finish cool. the game this year i had a year to finish them you know what i mean like <laughs> if i did not finish them like they didn't deserve a place on the list all right and that's kind of fair like if you weren't pushed enough that you needed to actually get through them then exactly I, yeah sure right that's how that, yeah, that, that that's how sense. my list is built so uh but yeah like the yakuza series i know lost judgment is a bit different but it's still from the same team uh but any yakuza game um just for me is, is tremendous i started playing the series with yakuza zero which is the game to play if you want to start with uh um the yakuza series which i highly recommend but also yakuza like a dragon for me like i was never a, a huge fan for me it was the story was the environment you were in mm -hmm. in the yakuza series like the humor yeah. and it's just like the, the the characters like that's what really drawn me to this like to really love the series uh, the brawl and like the brawling uh, gameplay elements, like never a huge fan of it. I think it's a bit busy and you just like mash people in the face with like baseball bats and whatever. It's yeah. it, it's okay, but I really, really, really enjoyed the direction they went with with like a dragon with a more of, like RPG element where it's mm -hmm. like turn based. You pick what attack your characters are doing and stuff like that. Uh, GRPG style, right? So. That's for me was refreshing. I pr I enjoyed it more than the typical Yakuza brawling fighting sequences that you mm -hmm. get throughout the game, because um, it's also very repetitive in my opinion. But uh, yeah, so uh, but so so you've played it. I, I I didn't finish it. I watched a lot of it, but I just had other stuff going on at the time, so I was like, I am really interested in it, so I'm gonna watch a bunch. But it's yeah. just like it's a proper JRPG. But like then it's like oh, but it's in modern day and it's all all this wacky Yakuza stuff. Yeah. So it's like oh, it's kind of a parody. But at the yeah. same time, it's still Yakuza. So no, it's not a parody. It's still yeah. serious and like actually emotional and everything. Yeah. So it's it's just a really good game. Yeah. I can totally agree. Absolutely. And so I you 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 made me go back to the list of where I found the games, and I just realized that. The game actually, you're right, came yeah. out last year. But to my defense, <laughs> I bought it on PS5. Yeah, it exactly. Came out this that wasn't year on PS5. Okay, <laughs> in March, March second came out on PS5. Yeah, that's why I it's on my list. Okay, like I made the same mistake as you. I was like, oh, I'll put this on. And wait a second. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but um. Whatever, it's on the list now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you had a good time with it this year. It's fair. Here's another uh, game I released this year for sure, 100%, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's Ratchet and Clank oh. Rift Apart. Yeah. For me, um, I've had the PS5 for a little bit now, and uh, I think might be my favorite PS5 game. That's not, not true, uh, but eh. Uh, favorite original PS5 game. Yeah, exclusive. Exclusive. exclusive yeah, right? And not PS4, because you'll see the next one is also on PS4. Mm -hmm. But for me, like Rift Apart was such a blast from start to finish. This is my type of game. Not mm -hmm. too long, right? Open world, third person, uh, goofy, funny, um, lighthearted. You know? Like, yeah. I, I don't care... Like I, I love these dark, like Last of Us. Like it's fucking, it's mm. dark as shit, and it's really good. It's really deep. But like sometimes I'm just not in the mood for that shit. You know? 
yeah, something goofy and fun is also fine. Like, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Like, yeah. I used like the last Ratchet and Clank I played. I played all of them, the all the Ratchet and Clanks that were on PlayStation Two, and I haven't played them since. But I always, they were always a blast, and usually quite literally. <laughs> yeah, I mean the team behind it also like they've they had they have experience with the series with uh, yeah. making really really fun video game experiences as well and. Yeah, for me, it was great. Uh, it looked amazing as well on PS5. It looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just a real, real blast. Like, I would say if you have a PS5, like... Yeah, there, there's no brainer. You should buy it, even if you're not... Like, you you like your gritty games. No, just just experience just fun yeah. for once. Yeah. Just, no, just it's, fine. it's really worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I was glad I didn't have to spend, like, 50 hours to finish the game. Which oh yeah, yeah. Like actually like being refreshing. able to finish a game, like uh, especially back in the day, it was always like you need to get X amount of hours per dollar, otherwise it's not worth yeah, it. Yeah. But having like the actual proper, like, yeah, I finished. Oh, nice. Like that's also a really good feeling, and yeah. you want to get that feeling pretty often as well. No, and and, and it's very <laughs> polished as well. Like you don't feel mm-hmm. like you're. I didn't feel. I didn't want my money back. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. I was really glad to that I bought the game full price. Super great experience. Highly recommended. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, and the third one on my list uh, that I finished this year that came out actually before, but wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't cheat for real this time. Uh-huh. Ghost of Tsushima, but uh-huh. Director's Cut. Director's Cut. Yeah, that's technically this on, year. <laughs> on the PS5. It came out just not so long ago. Um, it's actually one game that I actually got uh, on, actually, I have both versions. Uh, mm. PS4 version still wrapped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but when, when the PS5 uh, version came out, I got it first day and I started playing first day um, because I was like, there's no way, like, I'm not playing the, like this version mm. now. Uh, and I knew I was going to love it. I love typical, like, Japanese art. And, you know, uh, it's such a beautiful game. But, and it's known for that, like how, how beautiful it is, and especially beautiful in PS5. Uh, but it's really good. I personally really enjoyed the story. I enjoyed uh, the gameplay quite a bit. I thought it was refreshing. Uh, there's It's not re- revolutionary by any means, but... Um, I've it's... heard people calling it like the amalgamation of all of the good trends of that generation. Sure. Mm. Just, just throw everything in, in the same game and then just have all of the best parts. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, I yeah, I think that's a great way to to um, categorize the game. Um, and so for me, yeah, absolute blast. Uh, I platinum the game. Mm. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, I that's, that's to be able to it. Um, I even tweeted about it. Uh, I and, and I never fucking tweet. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> so that nah, it was it was it was a real blast. I again highly recommended um, Ghost of Tsushima if you haven't played on the PS4, uh, and you know uh, you want a great experience. Uh, the director's yeah. cut is amazing. It looks amazing, and um, I was always like super hyped to get back to on my couch and then play the game. Um, yeah, have you played it? I have not played. I have not owned a console like the no. The latest console I've owned was, I think, a 360. I've been computer PC gaming ever since. But I get a lot of my like uh, exclusives fixes from just watching Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I I get it. I mean, that's the thing with like 
story driven games i'm a big third person story driven gamer yeah uh that's really like kind of like as, as you can tell from my my pick here mm-hmm. uh my picks and in, including the last of us too and stuff like that i talked about um but like as a content creator i feel like it can spoil the fun a bit i remember when i was streaming uh I remember, and I was Variety, I was playing a bunch of stuff, and if I would play something like, I don't know, Red Dead Redemption 2, mm. for example, um, I would I would get people saying like, ah, I don't, I'm don't, i not going to stick around because I want to play it, and I, wanna, and I want you to oh, spoil the story. exactly that, yes. You know? So, that's No, sucks, I have that same problem. I get it. <laughs> no, no, like, every time there's a new Dark Souls, I just, like, chat, I have to play it. I'm sorry. And then they're all just, well, I don't want to get spoiled. So see ya in a month. All right. Yeah. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> it's it's quite cruel, I would say. Um, yeah. Because, you know, if if I were to, to do content creation again on Twitch, that's what I would play. Only problem. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you can go for the older ones, but then you get the danger of people spoiling it. Oh, yeah. I don't mind that too much, to mm-hmm. be honest, because I need help. Like, if I, if I <laughs> no, 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 like spo- spoiling with I some know, help, like you got to go this way or like you're missing that. But like yeah. major plot points, like you mean like, no. yeah, 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 no, no, maybe not. But like, yeah, like backseat gaming. I don't mind that. Personally. No, I don't mind backseat gaming at yeah. all. Because I'm like, especially with that storybook brawl that I play, like yeah. you, you make I make mistakes constantly and chat lets me know and like, oh, chat's so smart. <laughs> yeah, of course, absolutely. I mean, I could not have finished a single game without them. Uh, but like, I play shit on easy. I don't give a fuck. I, I'm certain, fair, I got nothing to prove. Okay, I'm playing on easy. If no, it's no, very no, no, easy. No. I might even go for that because you I don't the have story. the time to play it. On exactly. Hard. I don't want to die fifty times during a playthrough. I want to enjoy the game. Like, I want to enjoy the story. I want to yeah. be sucked into it. I want to be like, like, I don't want to feel like I want to like crush my controller because i keep dying for you know unfair reasons whatever mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. to me it's like i i i it's easy or nothing all right yeah, yeah. um <laughs> no i personally do enjoy my difficulties like i beat humankind on highest difficulty and uh like when sekiro came out I was still playing it as a Dark Souls game, so I was dodging everything, but that game wants you to parry things. So when I got to a boss that you just can't dodge, I was stuck on it for four hours. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah, I can see why you wouldn't want that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it depends. Like, since there's no story uh, you know, attached to it, it's not a big deal. Like, I played on all difficult, like, from the lowest to the highest difficulty on every Civ. Like, you know, like, it's, it's different. Like, having a challenge when you're like, you know, it's like uh, more like a game that you're gonna replay and and and, and you know uh, learn mechanics and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. Like I would not want to play on easy, like an like a four X or an RTS or something oh, like yeah. that, just because it's it gets boring. If it if you're yeah. not a little bit challenged, it gets boring. But since I'm talking about like third person story driven, yeah, games, but those games, yeah, like you have something to strive towards. You really want that story instead exactly. of it's not just the gameplay. It's mm-hmm. also yeah what's going on exactly and mm-hmm. even the that gameplay yeah even even the gameplay is like there's new elements all the time right if it's a good mm-hmm. game it keeps you on your toes and like it brings you new elements new guns new this new that like you always have new th- things to learn in a way even though it's not the hardest difficulty mm-hmm. so it, it doesn't feel like bl- like bland or stale or whatever like it's just it keeps you going yeah um like, yeah i cool. wouldn't call a telltale's uh, game 
like boring because the gameplay is click. Just yeah. click there and click no, here. No, <laughs> I love Telltale games. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, honorable mention. Uh, shall right. we go there? I yeah, got a few. Yeah, I, sure. got a few I got a few. Well. I got a few. All right, cool. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my first honorable mention is a weird card game called Inscription. The people okay. call it a horror card game because nothing about it is, is actually a card game. The the, the, the play, game just makes you play it. Like, just play the card game and, oh, okay. Um, you, you've come far enough. Go ahead and walk around the room. Wait, I'm in a room? Okay. I guess we'll walk around a little here and find some stuff that I could apparently use. And, like, you don't actually want to tell say too many things about it, but it's like, okay, um... I, that's that's one way to blend genres, all right. <laughs> it was, well, it was yeah. a really weird game. Interesting. What mm-hmm. is it called again? Inscription. Inscription, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, another honorable mention is, even though I don't own a console, back in the day, I loved Mario Party. I had all of them from like one to nine or something. Yep. And then after that, they just died. They, they, they the games just like I, I played over at a friend's house. That was like, oh yeah, I'm nostalgic for Mario Party. I'm going to buy the new one. I'm going to invite my friends over and see what it's like. And it's like, that, that that's that's a new Mario Party, all right. Mm, yeah, that's just not good. But I the, the new Mario Party Superstars is literally just okay. We admit it. We don't know how to make Mario Party anymore. We'll just grab the old Mario Parties and use that. And it's like, oh, yeah, thank oh, God. Sure. Thank you, God. It's back. It exists yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just had to mention it. I, I agree. And I, if I may, like, that's the first game that I've uh, I've played with my kid. My kid is almost uh, four. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I got him a, a tiny little mini little uh, <laughs> a controller for the Switch. <laughs> and we play uh he's yeah he really fucking sucks at it obviously yeah but, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah but we're having fun and we're bonding like it's a bonding moment with mm-hmm. uh him and i and it's it's really fun and i i i totally agree with your opinion on on the series um they kind of went the route of like i feel like mario kart in a way you know how mario mm-hmm. kart like reuses the old courses like the old yeah, like, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. stages whatever um and they might do like they maybe they yeah. should do that for, for i'm pretty like, sure they are you know? gonna make dlc of more older things as well for this current one yeah but what happened was that a different company started making them mm-hmm. and those were well, garbage so so now they've they they just like thrown in the towel and just remade the old ones yeah. and, and it's, it's the best move they've made Ah, it works and it, it for me like i'm having fun uh mm-hmm. playing playing the game and it's uh uh, I can I put it also in my honorable mentions? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Just do it. Like it, it's it's honorable enough because yeah. it's it's back. It was it's been missing for so long. And it's a great game to play with your kids and young kids, whatever you know. It's super family friendly, and so your grandma yeah, yeah. will will enjoy playing it as well. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's a cool cool game for the the holidays. I think exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next game, Age of Empires Four. Mm-hmm. I like RDS. I suck at RDS, <laughs> you know, but I, I really like that they just made a very competent, real good RTS that people can finally play a proper RDS again, especially after yeah. Warcraft Reforged literally just destroyed the game. But for people to have a proper RDS to play again, I'm really happy for them, and I just 
I needed people. I I wanted to give them credit. Yeah, agreed. I, I think it's a it's a jar. It's a dying jar. I would say. Yes, exactly. And hopefully um, this can revitalize it a little. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, no, but you know, but it's cool that because obviously, um, there's still a demand for it. It's mm-hmm. just not as you know much as it used to. But no. I, I have actually I played um, Age of Empire four through uh, Xbox Game Pass mm-hmm. um, on PC, of, of course. But uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, good game, good good version, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, another game that you'll probably go will go on to hear for many years more to come because it just really slow on its releases. But uh, Delta Rune Part Two also came out this year, and well, as long as it's uh, Undertale related, people are always crazy about it. So I was like, yeah, that, like I had a lot of fun watching it. So I was like, you know what? People should know that that did indeed happen this year. That's true. <laughs> That's yeah, true. That Undertale was such a like made such a splash. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of died down a little bit afterwards, but that's a well, cool yeah, trick. like it's still a single player indie game. It's not really the the fact that it has a staying power that it does is already testament to how good good it was, and that the new uh, like the game that follows it up and keeps people engaged with it. And people are hyped for it about it every time, and they all only have good things to say about it. Just, just stays testament of how good that guy is as what he does. Absolutely, good pick. I like your, I like your last one here. <laughs> um, I, I have two ones more. Actually, oh, two more. I, okay, gotcha. Yeah, 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 my, yeah. my list is not up to date. Then no, 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 no. Because I changed my fifth best. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I have Psychonauts two. Yeah. As my next one. That's because, the one I had in front of me. Ah, I see, I see. Yeah. No, it's, uh, Psychonauts 2 is... Like, I never bought, played Psychonauts 1, but does the idea of 3D platformers, like, still existing, like Ratchet and Clank as well, it's not really a 3D play. That's more of like a... Mm. I would say, like, a hack and slash, but it's not... You're ne- never hacking and slash, and you're just playing an adventure game that, that has some platforming and mostly yep. just really fun shooting. This is like an actual proper... You need to do some real platforming. Yeah. And then there's also great comedy in it. There's this really wacky, strange stuff in it. And I, I kind of like that people... Like, like that if a dev really makes something weird, and then also... In a genre that kind of has been forgotten, just like RTS. I completely agree. And I, I want to, you know, um, raise my hat to Xbox as well for oh yeah, um, embracing um, their older IPs that have been forgotten a little bit. You know, they're mm-hmm. reviving a lot of them um, and they're they're bringing them on, on Game Pass. They're, they're, um, they're working with developers to to bring some of the these games back and uh they've been doing a, a really good job at also uh, allowing people like me to have old xbox xbox 360 uh games to just put them in your xbox series x or xbox one even uh and, and play them again uh even like mm-hmm. at a higher resolution so on so like i was able to play psychonauts uh the original one mm-hmm. on my on my brand new xbox right yeah. Uh, and 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 then also enjoy Psychonauts too. And there's just so, uh, yes, there's some amazing old IPs that um, 
yeah, it's being uh, revived, and I hope there's more to come. Yeah, exactly. Like, like just, just solid games that were maybe not released at the most opportune times. I think Psychonauts 1 was only at Xbox and a little mm-hmm. late in the cycle as well, so not a whole lot of people even got to experience it. So, so it's, yeah. it's really great that, that more people do get to do that It's like now. a culture classic, but mm-hmm. it's not like a popular title. No, exactly, exactly. But the people who know, they know. Yeah, like exactly. The people right. who didn't, then yeah, like you just missed it. Yeah. Cool. No, no, no. My final honorable mention is, well, it's Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay. Like, there's a new expansion. It's you don't understand the hype that that anime can sometimes invoke. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Okay, okay, but that is literally <laughs> like, especially like the, the the problem with Final Fantasy is is that literally the first forty to sixty hours are all on the level of uh, a tutorial, and that is really hard for a lot of people to get through, and yeah. I don't know how I did it, no. because I all did it this year or maybe a little last year as well, but I just had a good time with some yeah. friends and just played it slow. But yeah, now there there's a new new expansion and we just finished the uh uh the, the, like or later this, at the end of uh, this year we also finished the uh the previous story and it's just I did not expect a game to be able to invoke that much hype in me as I was beating the bosses at the end. Yep. It is it is kind of unbelievable, but I couldn't really get there like on my top five because again like you i haven't actually finished it yet mm. well it's an yeah i mean can you even really finish it as well but. that's also fair but like but, there is a 100 percent of current and then oh there's a yeah. new patch well i guess i'll go do that stuff mm-hmm. yeah no of course but it, it's uh it's been getting a lot of praise you know since mm. The whole like debacle or i don't know a lot of people a lot of creators leaving wow and moving into, oh yeah Final Fantasy and and other MMOs and um, Elder Scroll or even New World. Um, so yeah, yeah but Final Fantasy is like a really strange. Like I've heard people not even call it an MMO, but more an MO, like just a multiplayer online RPG instead of a massive one. Because okay. essentially, outside of the dungeons, it's actually hard to play with other players. Like if you are doing a quest. You can't both do the same quest, like, objective at the same time. It's really strange and weird. Is that a design flaw, or is that, like, what they intended to do? <laughs> intend to I'm do? pretty sure it's a design flaw, because <laughs> the game is literally built on the corpse of their previous game that they reused and zombified into yeah. something that now is actually fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that that was also a really weird story. And that would make sense because it doesn't make. Yeah. I mean, it like not being able to just quest with your friends. Doesn't like, like really <laughs> you, you can both accept the work. same quest and then go here and fight these people and then do it and on then... your own, and we'll meet up afterwards. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah, 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 yeah. But like, you literally go to a spot. Okay, some enemies are gonna spawn here. Both players have their own sets of enemies spawn for them, <laughs> and so then you can okay, sure, we can fight double the enemies. But yeah. like, wait, why can't I just kill his and it counts for me? It's the same enemy. Yeah. It's really weird. Well, and these are uh, these are some good picks, uh, Matt. And I do have four on my oh. list. 
Oh. I'm going to start with uh, one I just mentioned, actually, is New World. Yeah. And for me, like, I'm, I used to be a big MMO guy. I played World of Warcraft like crazy. I'm a vanilla guy. I got a character for every class, every race, every, you know, like, I, 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 I love, I love the WoW. I still mm-hmm. kind of do. It's just, I don't, not really into MMOs anymore. Yeah. And um, I don't have the time, but I did play the beta for New World and I did play the launch as well at launch for New World. Um, I didn't have the time to go as deep as I'd, like wanted to mm-hmm. which is why i didn't make the it didn't make the list of like top games of the year for me yeah. uh but i have to say i really enjoyed chopping wood <laughs> in the game but for real in the sense that you yeah. know it makes you for me i really enjoy just like farming stuff farming mats uh running around just killing mobs like it's it was a good experience for me like i'm very picky when it comes to mmos and mm-hmm. um had a good time just didn't really have time to invest more into it but uh hopefully i know the game is in a weird state right now uh how the community feels about it it's fine i didn't go as far as most people so i can't really comment on it but i would let's just say hopefully hopefully they continue to build on what they've uh, already done yeah from from what i've seen it's a very good the numbers go up game and if you you feel if you're like numbers go up games are a great cookie clicker is a game that gets sold yep. and <laughs> yep. but for me it's it's not quite there but I, I i can definitely like like there are some streamers that i i follow that are like they always play that kind of game and they got really sucked in so yep. I, I will believe anybody that says that they got into it because it it, it did really seem like that of course i can confirm happened to me uh mm-hmm. <laughs> um next one Jurassic World Evolution 2. So, oh, for me, mm-hmm. like, really, really fun. I got back into dinosaurs because of my kid. Right? <laughs> uh, I was, like, a dinosaur kid when I was, like, five, six, seven, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I kind of didn't care so much, obviously, about dinosaurs. Like, most adults, I guess. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And then having my kid for, like, a couple of years now, he got back into, like, well, he got me back into dinosaurs and with his friends, you know, daycare, whatever. So I started kind of reading books about dinosaurs because obviously I was reading <laughs> those books to him, right? Yeah, Teaching yeah. him the names of the dinosaurs. But at the same time, I was remembering some of the dinosaurs. And obviously, we know more about dinosaurs now that we used to when I was mm-hmm. his age, obviously, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So it just got me back. I really got interested in the, into dinosaurs. And um, and I played the first one. I played Jurassic World Evolution 1. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And I now... Um, been playing Jurassic World Evolution 2 and I really enjoyed it as well and then but you, you can breed dinosaurs and you can mm. uh, you need to manage how like which dinosaurs are uh, enclosed can be enclosed together and whatnot and um, it's 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 very interesting uh, and kind of educational in a way mm. if you're interested in dinosaurs I would say yeah, yeah. Um, so for me it was it was a uh, it was real fun uh, to kind of I don't know take that dinosaur passion from my kid <laughs> take some of that and then and then and then go play some some Jurassic uh World Evolution 2 great game in my opinion uh great pick and so another one kind of an odd one but it's more like the retro like nostalgic kid in me that that's mm-hmm. that's talking here um Castlevania Advanced Collection oh All right. yeah so listen Castlevania <laughs> 
Castlevania, great franchise for me. I think that um, I've had tremendous fun. The mm-hmm. the Castlevania games that I played the most on a, like personally is actually the DS games, right? Okay. Uh, um, but then there's also the Advance uh, Game Boy Advance games uh, that are really, really, really amazing. So mm-hmm. you obviously more advanced than your typical or your or your NES, SNES games. But um, I think they're like underrated, to be honest, uh, or at that. least underappreciated, maybe uh, because they're you know they're nobody... handheld games, so people are like, oh, they're lesser. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. maybe some people like we don't most people don't play it <laughs> like Game Boy Advance anymore, you know. So yeah, like, it's true. a way to revive the the these games, which they are tremendous games. They're you know based depending on which list you go and, and read. Some of the best Castlevania games are were made for the Game Boy Advance and Nintendo DS. So, um, yeah, I just think it's it's great that they they're bringing these games back, uh, allowing people. I think it's available pretty much everywhere and every console, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a great way to get people to play these uh, these, in my opinion, these gems. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, kudos. Yeah, I to remember uh, a, a DS game called Advance Wars. And they're mm-hmm. bringing that to the Switch yeah. now as well of like updated graphics and everything. So they're they're really like they are kind of tapping back in like what kind of good games did we have on the handhelds that we actually haven't touched yet? And that's actually also great because they were great yeah. games, uh, uh, tremendous uh, games on on handheld. Uh, you know, obviously uh, many different types of games as well. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. some that you don't necessarily need to you know port back into a nintendo switch or something but a lot of gems <laughs> for sure indeed um and some of the some gamers today like weren't around when the no yeah Game Boy definitely was you know was released so um and yeah, like the there are people last... out there that did it already 20 and didn't even weren't even alive before the millennium it's crazy <laughs> well, like, well, yeah exactly no, don't, <laughs> don't rem- remind me uh, <laughs> uh and the last one on my list last one for this year I've only played a little bit. I haven't had time, but I guarantee you, okay, for the next you know couple of weeks, that's what I'll be I'll be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Metroid Dread. I was expecting you to say something about it after you said <laughs> uh, the Castlevanias. Yeah, so here it is. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, obviously not on my top list. If I had played more of the game or finished a game this year, I'm pretty sure it would have been. You know, on the, my top list uh, for the year, I just haven't played enough of it. Um, but Metro Dread, you know, kudos to Nintendo for doing a um, more of a classic take on Metroid. Of course, people waiting for Metroid Prime, and you know, uh, obviously, but it's just a great execution, um, great game. And I was lucky enough as well to get like the limited edition for, uh, somehow. I don't even know how the fuck I got it. To be <laughs> honest, I think I went on Amazon one night way after it actually you know was up for sale or pre-sale right mm-hmm. and i think someone may have canceled this their copy i don't fuck, i don't know you know and i went on amazon i saw it bought it went back like 15 minutes later 10 minutes later maybe five minutes later was sold out i got oh. i was really really lucky to get like a limited yeah. edition of this game um yeah i mean i'm i'm excited to play it um mm-hmm. it's gonna be huh. in my switch uh for for the next couple of weeks now there's also pokemon i haven't played yet but you know, we'll, you know, we'll see we'll you know yeah but pokemon pokemon pearl and there's uh diamond and pearl and there's yep. also the uh the one in in the in the past right arceus uh, or, or, yeah, yeah arceus yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well, and uh, we'll mm. see. But I, I got to really focus on Metroid because... Oh, yeah, 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 I, yeah. You know, I'll hate myself if I don't finish this game in the next <laughs> couple of weeks. Um, Matt, time's up already. It's been, a, like you know, it went by super fast. It's um, definitely. Yeah, it was super fun to, to share our top games of the year together. Um, I mean, I hope we can get you back on the podcast talk more about you know your stream your audience what you do on twitch uh every week and uh yeah i mean um thanks again uh can you tell our listeners how they can find you online oh yeah sure um you can always watch me stream from around 2 p.m cet to around 7 p.m cet that's around 8 a.m or any uh eastern americans out there and other people can figure that out on <laughs> twitch.tv slash madoblivium and it's also on twitter just at madoblivium it's just uh yeah those are the places you can find me really awesome we'll check you out for sure and i want to wish you and meredith and all our <laughs> listeners and our viewers a happy new year um yeah yeah i think uh happy hopefully 2022 great uh oh yes of course obviously 100 going to be just fine (laughs) (laughs) all we need is just fine honestly like we'll take it yeah yeah, just fine would be great yeah but you know let's not keep our hopes too high yeah (laughs) nice talking to you guys happy new year yeah happy Happy new New year